everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our, who are we? <laughs> I am extremely happy that you ask it. Well, my name is Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-also host. I'm Josh. So the groan into the Josh, we've done that a little bit too much. <laughs> that was a stretch. That was a stretch. I had, it's had always a... a stretch into the Josh. It's always a groan into... This is... Dude, this is it. I'm oh. done. All right. So this is a podcast about old movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm ahead. Josh. That's Evan. Uh, he lives in... Not San Francisco. He lives in Portland. I had to think about that. And uh, I live here in Chicago, Wicker Park, gentrification city. Uh, <laughs> we went to high school together. We're best friends. I'm doing a lot better than this than the last time I did it. Uh, yeah, and, I'm proud. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. We come together once a week with a movie, and we watch it, and we say... Hey, we watched it, and we give we decide if it's it's. Um, I lost it. Oh man, that was so we good wa- for we, so long. We watch a movie. We watch a movie, and then we come together and see how it's aged, and we give it either a eject and reject or a bekind and rewind, uh, because it's from our childhood, and sometimes that shit don't sit well in 2020. <laughs> oh my god, if that isn't the tagline for 2020. There have been so many of those where it's like like the dog, like the meme of the dog in a room that's on fire and it's just like this is fine. Everything that that's particularly relevant <laughs> for us well, over here if, on the West Coast. I don't know if the this is fine is relevant anymore. It's more is it this is fine? I feel like it's more like just like, uh, like it's always it's always the dog like playing on their Nintendo Switch or, you know, like playing Animal Crossing, like one of the myriad of things that we have come to enjoy while we don't have anything else that we can possibly do. You know, speaking of memes, though, um, uh, I somebody sent me today. So, you know, the uh, the meme of uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd and Sean Evans, like the hey, look at us. Look at us. Yeah, Who'd yeah, have thought? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know that one from Hot Ones? Yeah. So they just re-released them, re- like, redoing that meme. Yeah, Except I, they're wearing masks. Ah, yeah. well. It totally deflates the joke for our listeners. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a visual. You were describing a visual joke. I was, yeah! From a TikTok. It was gonna be a... Whatever. We need somebody to rescue us. Hold on, I'm gonna summon somebody, somebody from my past. Mm. Oh, and here she is, Robin Stevens, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You made a Welcome. bad choice. <laughs> it was also yeah. That was quite an entrance that you gave her to the the pop. That was that was elaborate. I like that. Yeah, well, thank you, Robin, for for being on the show. Um, how are you doing up there in in Seattle? Are you are you able to breathe? <laughs> Not great, but probably better than you. That's that's <laughs> true. I've never been more jealous of somebody with a two hundred air quality rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, thank you again for for being on the podcast. Um, you want to you want to just tell the people how we know each other? 
Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's so... I'm sorry, I just gotta say this. It's what? kind of... Well, hey, guest, why don't you explain how okay, you well, know tell, us? Tell the people... Okay, you're right, actually. Okay, Robin, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, 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 sure, I guess. I Yeah, Evan and I went to college together at Cornish College yes. of the Arts in Seattle. So we are both theater majors. One of us significantly more gregarious than the other. Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, shut up, Josh. I tried making that joke, too. I just made it yes. less, more mean. Well, Robin, thank you again for, for being our wonderful guest. We really appreciate it. As you all know, guests on the podcast, they choose the movie that we watched this week. Robin, tell the folks what we watched this week. We have watched my absolute favorite movie, uh, Keeping the Faith, starring Edward Norton, <laughs> Ben Stiller, and Jenna Elfman. Oh, my God. Keeping the it Faith. Does, it does star those people. It was also directed by um, Mr. Edward, Edward Norton. Norton. Yes. Which I I didn't know. I mean, I've, oh. I've seen this movie before. Have you? Um, <laughs> yes, I have seen it. My, my history with this movie is... Um, I I needed a ride home from the airport, and Robin was like, "I'll give you a ride home from the airport if we can watch Keeping the Faith." <laughs> oh, so your your history with this movie is our guest. I, oh. I made him watch it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I I have a theory that everybody who enters into a friendship with Robin Stevens is probably forced to watch 2000's Keeping the Faith what? at some point. How did so? Wait, when that including deal yourself, was... Josh. It happens. Yeah. Uh, now we're friends. Uh, now we can oh, be shit. friends. Oh shit. By proxy. Okay. I, I, I thank you. Thank plus one at ad friend Facebook style. So how did what what happened after that? Like the the deal was made. You have to you have to watch the movie. Like did you yeah. put it on a phone while you were driving? Oh no. No we, no no. We, we went back to his apartment, and watched it proper. Because I carry yeah. a copy of it in my purse all the time. Okay, that's what I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have two copies of Keeping the Faith, one for at home and one for in my purse to pull out whenever necessary. You're shitting. No, you're Wait a you're, minute. you're joking. No, with me. that's not a joke. Are you serious? I am not I'm not joking. I actually so, got into trouble cuz sometimes it would set off the like security alarms at uh, like <laughs> malls and stuff because it had the like code. <laughs> okay. Where where Okay. From where you're sitting right now? In relation to where you are, how far away from a copy <laughs> of Keeping the Faith are you right now? They are both in, in my feet. DVD. Uh, well, they're both in the living room um, because I pulled them out. Because one okay. DVD copy is significantly better than the other because the other one is really in bad shape because I watched oh, it too sure, much. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So uh -huh. I had to like, and they're pull both them just both the DVD version? Which... Uh huh. Yeah, like the oh non skippable trailer DVD version. Yeah. <laughs> What do, well, okay, what are the I also are watched the, all the, the deleted scenes. <laughs> um, the trailers what are, the trailers? are High Fidelity. Oh my god. And yes, High Cider Fidelity. House Rules. Yeah. Wow. Time that, capsule. That is amazing. I did not Okay, I didn't know that cuz I knew that you loved this movie. Um, and mm. we'll we'll get into why and you Mission love this to movie, Mars. But it, I forgot about Mission to Mars. That was there too. Go on. Oh, that's on the that's on the trailer as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um because I, so I obviously I knew that you loved this movie because, we, you know, you are the one who introduced me to this movie. Um, but what is, 
what is your your childhood like association with this movie? Because so, you're about the same age as us, right? So uh-huh. this you would have been like 12 when this movie came out, right? 11, but yes. Yes. 11. Okay. Yeah. So tell the folks what, what your childhood was like with this. With so keeping the faith. I, I borrowed a copy of it from my cousins. I'm pretty sure it was VHS. Um, mm-hmm. And I hadn't nice. watched it yet. And then I w- it was like, I guess it was like sixth grade that I was sick and I stayed home sick from school. And I decided to watch it, and then I rewinded it and watched it over and over and over and over yeah. about six times the same day until my parents came home. So, <laughs> yeah, every oh, I feel like everybody's got that movie, or at least back yeah. when yeah. VHSs and DVDs ruled. Like mine was Iron Giant. Yeah, like it just oh, by, happens, by happenstance that was the one that was available. So just what was it about it that? Um, that ensnared your 11 year old mind. I, it just, it scratched that itch of like, I, I, well, not to give too much away, I guess, but I grew up religious and, but it has a very like wholesome and almost agnostic approach to religion. Like it's a very like palatable religious part of the movie. And it just, it spoke to so much of like how I believed in my faith that like, it wasn't about like the faith part but more like the spirituality and like that just it really and like obviously it was very very cute and it just it it and also jenna Mm. elfman is fucking a goddess wait family friendly (laughs) just a goddess (laughs) what else has she been in uh will and grace no Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, Dharma um, and Greg. Dharma and Greg. There we go. The other and. Yeah, that's right. Josh, you want to hit him with a synopsis? Well, actually, before I get a synopsis, I, I'm going to there's a crazy credits and a uh, trivia that I thought would be fun to share. OK, which, oh, which you, you probably you, you probably <laughs> I was going to say you probably already know all this. Oh, yeah. Ask Robin the trivia. Ask Robin the trivia. OK, Quiz me. wait, ask her. That means I got to form this statement yes. I'm about to read into a question. Yes. Uh, yes. OK, OK, OK. Uh, OK, there is a scene. Oh, God, I'm not going to do this. There is a scene about the middle of the movie in which Rabbi Jake brings in a gospel choir to liven his service. As he urges the congregation to join in the shouts, come on, all the young Jews. He is playing with the cherished Monday Green, an often misused, misheard lyric. So I guess the question version of this is, what misheard lyric is he, like trying to hearken to oh i don't know that i know well, this the, is, i know the line but i don't know what it's a reference to so this trivia is that he it was a, it was a hearken to david bowie's all the young dudes which apparently at the time was commonly misheard at like fraternities and colleges as come on all the young jews oh you know when that happens so the in song songs is... where like you mishear the lyrics and like yeah right Come all on, the man. young, call the young dude. Like, hey Jude, hey dude. I think is a is a pretty common one, huh? Is it? All right, Robin, you're zero for one, <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other one. So you're... there's plenty of trivia. Yeah. I've... Oh God. Okay, we gotta get jo- my Josh, hit him. Hit him with the synopsis. I'll look up some trivia. Okay, good. Yeah, you're the trivia king. Okay, this one comes to us from Brian. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> couldn't Thank read his you name. for saying his name. <laughs> <laughs> two friends, <clears throat> two friends, a priest and a rabbi, fall in love with the same woman they knew in their youth, but the religious position of both men denies them romance. That's by Brian. Thank you, Brian. That's a wonderful synopsis. Simple. Um, it's too to difficult for, for me to find Keeping the Faith trivia, so. Um. I can hit you with some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. off the Okay, dome. yeah, sure. I'm not going to yeah. get any of it, but lay it on. Uh, who is the film dedicated to? His, his mom, Edward Norton's mom, Robin Norton. There you go. Good. See? <sighs> Shit. That was... That's Janis Joplin. One. Oh wait, you already <laughs> said the answer. You already said the answer. Never mind. Janis Joplin, keeping little known fact, keeping the faith. Um, okay, Josh, what what is your? But before we head into head into the break, um, what is your childhood relationship with? This? Like, have oh. you seen this movie before? I don't know if I've seen this movie before, actually, and I'm I'm leaning more towards yes. The reason that you have not seen it that I have seen it. The, oh, okay, okay. The reason being is there are a few scenes in here that I had to kind of pause and rewind. Bec- mm-hmm. I'm going into this thinking I've never seen it before. But uh, yeah. there's a couple of scenes where I paused and rewound it and went, this is really familiar to me. Mm. But like not enough where I'm like, I've definitely seen this before. Like specifically uh, the scene in the beginning, which I'm assuming might be a more, uh, maybe a more famous bit where when they're doing the sequence of them as kids and he's showing him how to do like the the i don't know what it's called in catholicism oh genuflecting is that when you point at your shoulders and the yeah making the sign of the cross oh okay like doing that thing and he's like they're making the symbols but uh ben stiller's younger version is making like the star of david and like the john lennon face i think i've seen (laughs) that before but i don't know how and there's I a, mean, that is such an iconic scene. You might have just seen like a meme of that. Uh, but this was also back in like the late 90s. So, oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that wasn't really. Yeah. Like I, I'm. I have a sneaking suspicion that somebody somebody did force me to see this movie. Like maybe an ex or it's got to be forced. <laughs> well, this is not something I would have chosen like when this movie was in its heyday. Oh, no, we were uh, we were 12 when this came out. Like there's no but, there's no friggin way we would have watched Keeping the Faith. But there, well, but there are a lot of Jewish themes. I mean, it's it's Jewish stuff. So I can imagine like my mom maybe going like, oh, let's watch this. Oh, true. Yeah. That's yeah. but that's that's pretty much it. I don't if I've seen it before, I don't remember most of it. Okay. That that makes sense. Um yeah, not I wasn't able to find anything really interesting production. This was this was Edward Norton's uh, directorial debut. Um he didn't direct anything else until like Motherless a few Brooklyn, a year. Brooklyn last Yeah, year. how was that? Was that good? I actually haven't seen it yet, but I I heard it was actually quite good. Okay. Well, there. Well, there you go. Um, and we'll get into our our current uh, uh, viewings of this movie. But I, I thought, in terms of a directorial debut, like I thought he did a good job. Um, budget twenty nine million, box office fifty nine point nine million. So not not necessarily a box office smash when it came out, um, but it's definitely like you know it's it's 
it's a singular movie <laughs> to no no pun intended um in that you know it 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 is nominated for AFI's 100 years of of uh, passion movies which i guess is like a a genre of like passion of the christ would be in this movie where it's like a lot of the themes are um are present that are about religion <laughs> um it was nominated to be in 100 best of those kinds of movies but it didn't win um mm. yeah that's that's pretty much it. We got we've got a sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The consensus nice. is a dramedy featuring an. Nice. Un- <laughs> we got it. <laughs> a dramedy featuring an. Glad unusual- we all had to take a moment for that. <laughs> a dramedy featuring an unusual love triangle. Keeping the faith is a pers- is a perceptive look at how religion affects us in everyday life, um, which I think is a pretty fair review. Wouldn't wouldn't you say, Robin? Yeah, no, I I was reading some of the like snippets of what people said on on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think that it's pretty accurate. Um, and we do we mentioned before we've got Ben Stiller, we've got Edward Norton, we've got Anne Bancroft, which it's always nice mm-hmm. to see her um, playing uh, uh, Ben Stiller's mom, um, Susie Essman. Oh. There's that guy from Lost that plays the owner of the the like retail store where they get the karaoke machine oh, oh yeah Don, ken lung ken, ken lung is the actor ken lung yeah, yeah. he was in rush hour he was rush the bad hour, guy in, in rush hour star wars yeah. oh wow okay so we've, yeah we've we've got some we've got some folks here well anyway we're gonna get into um into how we experience this movie in 2020 <clears throat> I'm I'm like uh I'm like that one kid who's reading from the Torah. <laughs> I like that you also had to do it afterwards too. <laughs> I wanted the people to know. All right, we're gonna talk about how we experienced this movie in 2020 right after this short break. Hey y'all, season three is here, and we are extremely proud to now be sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading platform for audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, we know you love having entertainment shoved into your ear holes. And Audible has a nearly endless catalog, including podcasts, theatrical performances, comedy, and Audible originals you won't hear anywhere else. Download Audible on the platform of your choice. Listen to titles on or offline. You can even listen on one device and resume listening on another device at the exact same spot. Want to listen to the audiobook of Matilda by Roald Dahl, featured on episode 36? Of course you do. Then visit audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for a free trial. You'll be supporting the show and getting your nostalgia fix. Once again, that's audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for your first free audiobook. Thanks, loyal listeners. All right, now let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Would you rather Sharpay or shortbread? Ooh, shortbread. Sharpay. Ooh, Ooh. I get the third vote. I I don't know what to choose. Break it. Josh, break it. I'm going to say shortbread. Damn it. Mm. No. I actually, yeah. Okay, fine. Josh, what, what was your serious snack while you watched this movie? Serious snack. 
There was. Uh, we don't play the music live, Robin. <laughs> 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 We've had that happen before. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, you don't play it Where's live. Where's the song? <laughs> Oh, I've podcasted before. (laughs) Oh, I hard boiled egg. Excuse me, I'm in the industry. (laughs) Podcast. Sorry, Josh. What was it? I already said it. Hard boiled egg. Serious snack. All right, thank you, bud. (laughs) That's it. Hard boiled egg. Uh, um, Robin, did you eat? Did you eat eat anything while you were watching this movie? I was drinking Bloody Marys. Does that count? Ooh, yeah, Ooh that serious, That's a meal. serious beverage. It also That's has a, a new, snack uh, on top. Oh, wow. Music. <laughs> That's your finest work, Evan. Holy shit. Given the fact that you keep this movie with you in your purse, <laughs> uh-huh. that you probably enjoyed watching it for this podcast, but please yes. tell the people how you found the sh- the movie. <laughs> I so I haven't watched it in uh, like probably like eight years. Like it's been a bit. Um, when I first Wait, got oh, really? together with my partner, yeah, I, I the last time I watched it was when I made my partner watch it when we first got together, and I found out he hadn't watched it. So obviously, the uh-huh. first thing I had to do was make him watch it um and i haven't seen it since when i was starting to think about rewatching it i was like do i really need to because i can still name every line and also sing all of the music and like i Mm. tested myself on that by literally the credit song i just started singing it in my car and i was like yeah i still know the whole thing that's great wow (laughs) um That's pretty great. You're excited about that. My brain is weird. I so yeah. I was I was saying all the lines still before they happened and telling my partner when I thought they were about to fuck up a line. I was like, oh yeah. By the way, this I think is a mess up Um, (laughs) because I still knew it back to front. You know where all the little goofs and gaffs are. Yeah, like when when at the very beginning they're playing basketball and at the end he's like, oh by the way, Anna called me and he says. Finn before Shram, he points to the wrong one first. Like he points to Ben Stiller when he says Finn and then to himself when he says Shram. And I'm like, that's a, that was a mess. Because I know how I am about these kinds of movies, but because you know this movie inside and out, when you watch it with somebody, are you like saying all the lines like as they're happening and like. Evan, did I do that? (laughs) When we watched it, you, you didn't. I, but I, I don't think know. I held my tongue and stared at him the whole time. Yeah, it's... <laughs> what to see his reaction? Yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. Like that's how it is for me whenever I'm introducing somebody to like, you know, a, a piece like a, a song or like a Miyazaki movie that I know they haven't seen before. <laughs> I'm always like looking between them, and and usually it's Morgan. I'm like looking at Morgan, and I'm looking at the screen, and I'm like, Are you getting it? Are you following it? Isn't it the best? <laughs> And even so Forrest watched some of it with me today uh, as well. And even like I paused it like four times to be like, but here's why this is so sweet. And he's seen it before. And I still had to pause it and explain how much I love it. So. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That guy is a patient. He's a patient puppy. He is. Um, he is. Okay. Well then, well, then that that makes I I didn't know that you hadn't seen it in like eight years. That That's kind of wild. 
Um, it's kind of yeah. surprising, Josh, like for keeping her yeah. around you so much. Josh, I'm, I'm mostly curious people are about, like, who's oh, Edward Norton? And I pull the DVD out and I'm like, this guy. <laughs> who's who asks who Edward Norton is? He's kind of a I, household name at this point. Right? I mean, I would think so, but people are idiots. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's how you tell the idiots from the non-idiots. <laughs> Do you know who this man is? Okay, well, Josh, I'm I'm very curious about your... Because, you know, in terms of gradation, Robin has obviously seen it the most. I've I've seen it before. I'm curious as to what your, your reaction to it is. Oh, well, you know, we're talking so lightly about it. I hated it. No, I didn't hate it at all. <laughs> Uh, I I watched this. <laughs> just lathe into it the whole whole episode. I, yeah, let's just I, rip I, this movie a new one. You should feel bad about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've I think I've said that to you, Josh, about some of the movies you've made me. Watch. Well, I sh- I should feel I should feel bad about some of the movies that. <sighs> True. Uh, no, I watched this. So I watched this in two parts. Watched it. I think I rented it, watched half of it yesterday and the rest today. Uh-huh. And um, it it's funny. I Did you watch it with Sienna? No, I didn't, surprisingly enough. I, we that were is kinda, surprising. I thought it, she might like it. She probably would really like it, but I was pressed for time and she was doing something. So it, just, it, uh, was, okay. it wasn't good timing. But I'm probably going to... She So she's, she's a huge fan of uh, Ben Stiller and 90s movies in general like her yes. fa- her favorite movie of all time is uh uh meet the parents so right yeah. so i almost want to give the honor to you just to like hey uh, we've never met but uh <laughs> you got here's a movie you gotta watch <laughs> <laughs> oh so you're you will now be you'll be the um it's 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 like a parasite it's jumping yes. from host to host I'm patient okay. zero, and I'm infecting the world. <laughs> patient, you're the first person who watched Keeping the Faith <laughs> on VHS. It's like the ring; you've just been passing it along from person to person. Okay, so what what did you think of it, Josh? I had I had a lot of fun. I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like it because yeah, I uh, I didn't really. You, I mean, you know what kind of stuff I I was watching about this time. It was like RoboCop yeah. two, and I really talk about RoboCop two a lot. Uh, but yeah, it's like your go to movie. <laughs> it's like I feel like it epit- epitomizes my my movie watching experience. So I probably yeah. wouldn't have gone for this movie. I definitely didn't go for this movie. It was a little too. I just wasn't interested in anything like. That that's a girl movie kind of romance. well by this yeah. point in my life i wasn't so concerned about that it's just like i don't know i don't need to worry about that but yeah. this would have been something i would have watched if somebody like had forced me to which it sounds like you're very experienced in but not on my own <laughs> so i don't have a big net of like nine like even romantic comedies to kind of like pull from and like compare it to and watching this one, I the thing that I liked the most was just that it was so absolutely quintessential '90s rom com. Yes. Like yeah. it is, it is just even before I like wa- watched the movie, I was like, okay, like obviously we're in the boardroom of who it is, 20th Century Fox, whoever made this movie, and they're just like, okay, we got to make an appealing 
marketable rom-com this year. What do you want to do? And somebody was just like, hey, I got a joke about a priest and a rabbi. And they're like, that's it. I don't even need to hear the joke. <laughs> Let's have a priest and a rabbi fall hmm. in love with the same girl. Like, it's very classic. And, yeah. you know, Ben, St- I, that was, they had amazing chemistry. Uh, ben Stiller and... Um, Jen Elfman. I was going to say Edward Norton. Oh, um, well, they all did. Okay. Well, to be totally honest, like, I was watching this movie and I could only think about two things. I really wanted Edward Norton and Ben Stiller to get together. <laughs> and also, I just wanted all three of them to be Polly. Like, I was just like, let's just make this a three, like a three person couple. Like, that situation. would be the 2020 remake, would be <laughs> they all just end up being together. I couldn't help it. I, but I definitely like. It's hard for me to watch some of these movies from the 90s and take them seriously because the script is so, like, 90s. Like uh-huh, 90 yeah, very and, cheesy. Yeah, very cheesy. But I had a surprising amount of fun. Uh, like, all of Ben Stiller's jokes landed and all of Edward Norton's stuff landed. And even though it was a lot of cheesy camp, like, I didn't get bored, which happens hmm. a lot during these kinds of movies from the 90s. So I had a lot of fun. Yeah, well, that that makes a lot of sense for for me. Um, I mean, I remember Robin from our experience when we watched. Like, I remember being pleasantly surprised um, that it was as good as it is, and I think that that just holds true today. Like when we watched it over the weekend, um, we we pre evacuated Morgan's grandmother and her and her uh, her grandmother's boyfriend Bud. Shout outs Clara and Bud. Thanks for thanks for watching this one with us. Um, so that was the context with with which I watched it was with um, a deaf ninety one year old man, a blind eighty six year old woman, and my wife. Um, That's so, its own movie. <laughs> so that was kind of an interesting way to watch it, um, because also Morgan's grandmother is like fiercely atheist. I don't know if she's really an atheist. But she really hates religion. <laughs> um, so it was kind of interesting to watch it through through that perspective. Um, and for me, romantic comedies are never my go-to. It's just never something that I, I think to myself like, oh, I'm going to go watch that one. One has to be like strongly recommended to me. And from what I found, I only like the ones that have like a gimmick associated with them. So, like, Silver Linings Playbook, like, the gimmick there is that, oh, they're both, like, they're both broken. Like, they both have these mental disorders. When Harry Met Sally, it's like, oh, there's, like, a time travel kind of element to it. Like, it's kind of, you know, you watch these two people growing up through time. Um, and for this one, I think that it it relies really heavily on the gimmick of, like, hey, a priest and a rabbi walk into a bar, and they've both fallen in love with the same Yiddish woman. And... I think that it works really well, like the way that they that they combine and talk about religion. Like Robin, I was raised religious, um, and I think that the way they talk about religion in this movie does speak to my yeah. own understanding of like what I've what I've That's developed really as my well. own like spirituality. Like that that does age really well, um, and like the idea of expectations, you know, like. That Ben Stiller would think that his congregation would uh, would judge him for dating a non-Jewish woman, and then like he atones for it. Um, you know, I, I think all of that stuff ages really well. There wasn't really anything that didn't age well, aside from 
you know, just some of the rhythms like Josh, you already talked about, like just some of the 90s romantic comedy rhythms. Um, and I guess if you just didn't like um, romantic comedies, then you probably wouldn't like this movie. I also do think that Ben Stiller, I mean, I know that you both liked uh, their chemistry. I thought Ben Stiller is a bad actor. <laughs> I think he's definitely the weakest of the three. Like, by like, Yeah. And I yeah. just thought, like, he, it was very obvious because Edward Norton is such a great actor. And Phenomenal. Jenna Elfman, man, she was trying her hardest with this one-dimensional female role that she was given. Like, she was really trying, and, and I think she did a pretty good job. But, yeah, for me, I just was like, oh, yeah, Ben Stiller isn't really an actor. And he's... They're asking Whoa. a little bit too much of him because I think he's just a comedic person. Like that's what he should just stick to. But so for me, I I kind of I Ben Stiller's typical role kind of irritates me a lot. So I felt like this is kind of refreshing to see Ben Stiller do something a little bit more honest and a little bit more like true to life mm. as opposed to like his hyper comedy like roles like i hate me sure. parents a lot <laughs> oh you do oh wow I we do. we that's an that's, episode we were that's a hot that take i, I just I it's like so that. uncomfortable and like i don't love uncomfortable uh, comedy and i don't okay. think he does it well enough oh, to like well, yeah, okay. sit through it there you go yeah and so like i just yeah, like, if you I don't enjoy like the office comedy, then you can just get off fair. this podcast right now so well Thank you so much again, Robin, for being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think I think the part of for Jenna Elfman isn't written like awesome, but she does a really good job of making her like true to life and like a fierce like like woman and like one of the criticisms I saw was that like at the end it felt fake for her character to stay, but I was like her character wanted to stay. Like she didn't want to take the yeah, promotion. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that it was fake. I mean, I, I, I mean, she was taking the classes. Yeah, like that for which me is was so like sweet. the whole thing is like, like that's you know that shows. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that's a fair criticism. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen it once, and I, you know, without having, you know, keep being able to keep everything in mind, like all the plot points of the movie as things are happening, it did feel like some of the some of the scene structure and dialogue and motives were kind of forced because it's what needed to happen by the end of the movie. Yeah, it's formulaic. I mean it's yeah. it is a romantic comedy. At the end of the day, like, like it's, that, but it's it gotta showed. happen. It it showed a little bit. The the one thing that I didn't really like, and Morgan and I were talking about this afterwards, was Jenna Elfman's character like how come on, dude, how do you not know that Edward Norton is in love with you? Like when you were on the the double date and you're fully like you're kissing Edward Norton fully on the mouth, yeah. And then you're gonna be surprised at the very end when he confesses that he's in love with you. Like, dude, come on. <laughs> the only thing I can justify that is that like if you kind of like he's a priest, right? He's a Catholic priest. So if you just like assume he's well then why are you ace. kissing a catholic priest on the on the mouth anyway Robin? because they're Stop trying they're, they're trying to sell this fantasy of like they're just another couple so that it's like less awkward no but even but in the taxi cab when they get out 
like when when she drops him off yes. and she's like, "Do you want to come up?" and he's like, "I got to go back." And then she kisses him on the mouth hard. I mean, and there's a lot on. of kissing in the movie. There is a lot of kissing <laughs> in the movie. And it is also this movie that makes me feel like we should kiss more, but now it's a pandemic, so I don't know if I feel that way anymore. <gasps> let's <laughs> yeah, kiss let's... more. <laughs> but like I was really into like we should kiss more. Like we should be a society that just like smooches on the rig. I, more I mean, smooches I don't on the reg. <laughs> twenty twenty. More smooches <laughs> on the reg. I don't think that's the right takeaway. Hey, we're still looking for t-shirt designs for the podcast. <laughs> I think smooches on the reg is a good contender. I I think um, just to counter Robin's more smooches on the reg, I'm going to go ahead and say more <laughs> more consent on the reg. <laughs> uh, I mean, did well, you, do you think he wasn't consenting? Well, no, obviously he was, but that was okay. the part where I had trouble with her being like, I'm so stunned that you're in love with me. What are you doing? It's like, dude, you you basically gave him an over-the-pants handy. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I just kind of like, I think that like, she just was in this like cloud of like, this is a movie where you cannot judge this is a movie where you cannot criticize the movie at all (laughs) robin's gonna come back no you can criticize the movie i understand what you're saying but like i'm just from a perspective of like she's she views him as asexual essentially right like i'm not i'm not coming at this plot with a with a fine-tooth comb like i was watching it and just like okay i see the formula i'm just gonna you know, I'll let the phrase go because we're gonna have fun. I, I I see what you mean, and and they did have the talk at the bridge, and and she was, you know, she. I get it from her perspective. She's like, okay, I guess you're an ace. Yeah. But I think that the thing is that Edward Norton learned, and this actually is a good part of the movie. I think is when he goes and talks to the other more experienced priest and the other Milos Forman. Like, sorry. oh, is that who that is? Oh yes. You sorry. <laughs> Milos Forman. Mi- okay, Milos? so Milos Forman. Milos Woman. Um, he's a he's a famous director. Oh, I, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's okay. So so Miles Davis says, um, you know, I have fallen. Oh, I, I have fallen in love every ten years, and it was every like, decade. okay, that's like that makes sense. Like I think yeah. Edward Norton was kind of kidding himself when. When he was like, I'm not, I'm not tempted at all. Yeah. There's no temptation for me. I don't even think about it. So, yeah. well, and I'll, I, okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. That speech that is such a beautiful thing because that has stuck with me since the first time I watched it. The concept of like, whether you love a woman or whether you commit to the church, like it's a choice that you keep making over and over again. And that has always yeah. been really impactful for me. Like talking about relationships yeah. is like, it's not easy. It is something you keep recommitting to every time and i think that's lovely yeah it it, it hit home so it hits home with a very strong message i that's what i like most about this movie is that for a 90s movie which in the 90s were kind of wrought with really shitty morals in most of the movies like this one stands true with a message about religion with which there's a lot of hot takes in the 90s about this and this one rings true pretty true today so yeah and religion can be a difficult yeah like thing i mean i never thought that we would talk about religion on this podcast um but I mean, you're you welcome know, it, <laughs> thank well, we you, haven't Robin. watched jesus christ vampire hunter quite yet oh i guess <laughs> we'll we there <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess we did talk about religion when we uh, when we became Christians after watching Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> you remember that, Josh? Because no. that movie, like, if you didn't want to be a Christian, just go watch that movie and you'll be a Christian by the end. And you're like, holy shit, this is so beautiful. And Tony Danza's arms and his sweat. Turns you into a Christian. If that's what it yeah, does. That's what it I do. I wasn't paying attention to the plot. I was just paying attention to those seps. <laughs> Biceps, triceps, quadriceps galore. Um, just all the all right. Folks, we could clearly we could just sit here all day and chat, but we eventually have to rate 2000's Keeping the Faith. Um, who wants to go first? Not it. I Not it. Go. All right, Robin. I think Do it's... you give two th- <laughs> This is going to be a huge surprise to everybody listening. <laughs> Do you give Keeping the Faith from 2000 starring Edward Norton and directed by Edward Norton and Ben Stiller and the Jenna Elfman a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, baby? To everyone's surprise, I'm definitely going to say be kind and rewind like six times in one day. Be kind and rewind wow. so much that you keep it on your person. I might need a times. third copy. <laughs> Josh, what, what do you think? Be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby? Oh, I'm going to give this a... Um, I'm going to give this... Oh no, it's going to be a custom one because I'm thinking about it. Uh, I'm going to give it a... It's okay, we'll wait. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it a Moses and Joseph. Moses and Joseph. <laughs> yep. Moses because... Uh, Moses. All right, thanks, bud. <laughs> okay. well, I will... Great, great movie. <laughs> what did you think, Evan? Let's just skip... Uh, you know i I, it's interesting because i i liked it and i i enjoyed rewatching it um i don't know if i'm ever gonna seek it out again uh but that that doesn't mean that it's a bad movie it just means that for me i probably won't watch it again unless i'm unless robin somehow forces me into watching it again um which i think the only way that that could happen is if you played this at your funeral (laughs) <laughs> that's a great idea <laughs> so wow so i i think that. i think i think that there are other romantic comedies that that we can get into i i think i'm i think i'm probably going to give it an eject and reject and i know that's probably surprising because i've i've spoken pretty positively positively about the movie but i, I just don't know that i'm going to seek it out again um I'm really sorry. I feel that both of you are like I like I've turned on you. <laughs> I'm not. Th- you're not turning on me. I'm not that surprised. Yeah, it just it didn't. I I, I can appreciate it for what it is. Um, and definitely, it's nowhere near as problematic as other '90s movies. Like I can I can appreciate that. So it's it's a very light eject and reject it's it's not even an eject and reject it's like i'll put it back in the dvd case and if i misplace it ah these things happen i would say for the general viewer it's a thing you can rent but not buy (laughs) rent rent but don't buy oh god we don't have any it's it's all or nothing we we don't have any (laughs) shades of gray in this Look, if you podcast, accidentally so. buy it, just mail it to me. I can always use more copies. <laughs> yes, you can always <laughs> send it to yeah. Robin. 
Um, recommendations for what else to watch because I'm I'm the one who gave it an eject and reject. Um, my favorite romantic comedy of all time is When Harry Met Sally. Um, and it's, I mean, I know that that's going to be a big one for a lot of people. I just, I love that movie. Um, I didn't watch it when I was a kid. I, I watched it when I was like in my early 20s. Um, and I just, I love that movie. I think that it, it does a really interesting take on romantic comedies. I think it's, I think it holds up. I think a lot of the like the lessons learned in it about relationships are, are really relevant still, and about like communication and proper communication in relationships. I just I can't say enough good things about that movie. Robin, thank you so much for being on our wonderful podcast. You are a wonderful guest. We'll have to have you back. Um, thank you. Do you wanna do you wanna plug anything? You wanna you wanna tell the folks where else they can find your voice? Uh, sure. I host a very intermittent podcast called Issue at Hand on the Long Ball Podcasting Network, uh, where we do a deep dive into the first volumes of comics. And I also appear on some guest podcasts on the same network, uh, usually on a show called Spoiled Again, where we compare a good and bad movie of sub-sub-genres. So if you want to hear me yell about Agatha Christie, that's uh, that's on there. (laughs) Ooh, I'm looking for a new podcast about that. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Robin, for for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Artwork for the podcast is done by Kersey Barrett-Torme. Yours truly, Evan William Crockett. Music, audio producing. Joshua's bringing the handsome. Robin, thank you one last time. Josh, uh, you're not just bringing the handsome. You're doing social media. You're doing producing. I'm so sorry. I don't give you enough credit. You're a wonderful man. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you can now find us on Patreon. Oh, that's right. Because uh, that's a thing. And so Evan and I do this on on our own, and uh, we're doing it in our free time. And uh, if you are a big fan of the podcast, uh, consider consider contributing. Just like a buck or so, it helps us. You know, edit, do all those things. All right, everybody. Bye. <laughs>